Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 645. They are uh, the hosts of the uh, Sleeping with uh, Jeff Bridges Oh yeah, yeah. Thing which uh, is fantastic. Which is fantastic. There is a point in it where there's like kids, like playing, and that makes that's not too relaxing to me. Kids playing. You hear that's kids playing. That's because you're afraid of kids. And you I am. Don't I'm kids. deathly afraid of kids. They, yeah. they hold most of the diseases in the world. <laughs> uh, but then after that, though, <laughs> well, it true. gets like it's like midway point is like the most relaxing, relaxing thing. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Really nice. Because it's like you know, I go back and forth between that and some just noises and pizzizz. Oh yeah, pizzizz is great. Yeah. That transatlantic accent that guy says. You get ready for deep sleep. One time I heard him say something I'd never heard him say before. He was like, just shoo away the bad thoughts. <laughs> shoo, shoo, shoo. And I was like, shoo away. Go fucking fuck yourself with that fucking term. <laughs> I've, like, I've like come to think that this guy was the most intelligent person I've ever known in my life. I was like, shoo him away. Shoo, shoo. You know, there used to be, a, I think it was on, I want to say Planet Earth. It was one of the big Discovery specials. And I think... Uh, Richard Attenborough narrated it in England, and I think, and I mean, is that the one? I don't know. It was one that Sigourney Weaver narrated oh, yeah. here. That might have, yeah. And there was a line, and I think she was talking about a Nautilus, and she was like, "And now the Nautilus must puff its way to deeper waters." <laughs> I'm going to puff my way. I'm sorry, guys. I got to puff my way to deeper waters. <laughs> That's Chris always puffing his way to deeper waters. <laughs> I can hear you down here. Yeah. I didn't puff that deep. <laughs> yeah. This guy fucking uh, don't. Do you have anything on the community cork board? Yeah, we got some stuff. What do you, what do you got on there? Kyle's Kyle community cork board. It's not Kyle's. That is not the correct branding. Kyle and the community cork board. I'll allow it. Uh, I'll allow it. Uh, I've got a guy who I'm excited about because he's Hawaiian. What? Is his name Jonah? It is, actually. Oh. No, it's a, a, a guy named... Good joke, Kyle. Cliff Bailey. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. Uh, what, what was uh, it? Oh, Cliff, I get it. Cliff Hawaiian Bailey. Cliff. He's That's from Hawaii. Joke, right? And he does, his friend Chris Flowers lives in North Carolina, and they had to like separate, but now they do a podcast over Skype together to keep friendship going, no matter how far away you are or what fake state you're in. Yeah, oh, well. pretty cool. Mahalo to that. Right? What else? Yeah. Uh, North Carolina is an actual state, uh, Kyle. I know. I'm, I've got family from there, so I'm a big supporter. They have it. a fun. friend from Hawaii. Just, His they, name is Cliff Diver. <laughs> That's a real name. Diver. But uh, their podcast is called The Bailey Adventure. B-A-I-L-E-Y. Great. Adventure. Uh, there's also a guy from Portland. That's a place you're familiar with. Portland! Right? And uh, he does uh, like steampunk iPod like speakers that are like wood grain. Oh, They're cool. called Volta So they only work for your iPod. And iPhone. Oh, okay. So I suppose. Sure. What's an iPod? That's a, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if that's how you want to deal with it. something that would puff its way to deeper waters. <laughs> it would. It would. Yeah. And what, what's that called? It's called the Volta Sound. Okay. And they are very attractive and priced to own and handmade by somebody just outside of Portland who I assume had a mustache and put on a nice brown leather apron to craft it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's made with love and mustache wax. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, got, I got some for the cork board. What's, uh, what do you got there? Um, Deanna Rooney, my wife, just... Uh, 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 animated a video for the band Andrew Jackson Jihad. Yeah, and uh, it's up on the AV Club right now, and uh, and on Side One Dummy Records website and uh, YouTube. But it's a it's a it's a song um, that's it's kind of has a talking about like a lot of cults and stuff like that. And then uh, she animated Nick Cage finding a cult of hamsters, saving them, and they also all have penises because that's what my wife does. She so she just she pulls, pulls six stuff in the vault there. Yeah. 
Uh, but um, it's a uh, it's a very good it's it's off of their amazing album Christmas Island and uh, it's just uh, and did I get that right Kyle Yeah no it's good Anna Rooney right, very cool. talented artist Yes yeah so um, <laughs> I like that I just that let up. you have and you're like let me get a dig in Yeah 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 <laughs> uh, Also um, DC Pearson uh, who is an amazing comedian and writer uh, just did a uh, self produced five minute proof of concept for a film adaptation of his book The Boy Who uh, Never Went to Sleep and Didn't Have to. And that's up on Vimeo, so just uh, look for that. Uh, it's, uh, it's a really cool book, and uh, it's a really cool little uh, video. Try to make, yeah, make that into a movie. I'll be performing on Friday the 13th of March. Friday the 13th of March. We just had one of those. We're having another one. Too much spooky. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, I'm at the St. Louis, in St. Louis at the Pageant Theater. It might be sold out, but I think there could be a couple tickets left available. Uh, and then I just added a bunch of second shows to shows like in... Um, D.C. and Boston and Philly and Atlanta and Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. And so if you go to funcomfortabletour.com, I'll also be announcing a bunch of new cities for the fall, for the for the late summer and the fall. Some Texas dates, I think maybe some Tennessee dates. Nice. And some other. So funcomfortabletour.com. Kyle, anything for you? Uh, I had just uh, my Jonah Ray decided to reissue my cassette tape, Pizza Night, and it'll be out uh, in a few weeks on his literally figuratively record label. And so it'll be available Label through, Magnate uh, Joan through, Ray. Uh, We did it in conjunction with Wiener Records And so it'll be available on their website It'll also be available on AstoyMerchandise.com Where I do all my uh, distro stuff through Excellent Cool And can we agree that the correct spelling of Wiener is W-I-E-N-E-R? We sure can Yeah, because sometimes I'll, I'll put that on Twitter People go, it's W-E-I And I go, no, that's a Jewish last name, Wiener, yes. Wiener. That's, yeah. that's not Wiener is like, a, like a Vienna Wiener. As someone who uses the term Wiener too much I definitely have got that spelling down Because it comes from Vienna, like yeah. a Wiener yeah. a, wien, a Wiener yeah. You mean by someone that gets called Wiener a bit too much Well, yeah, yeah. for sure Get it back home for a hostful oh, podcast Another one Yeah, what's Matt doing? Getting ready for Edmund? Night. He's getting ready for at midnight. Complaining about it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I never get to come to podcasts. You could. You could just come out here. No, I can't. Then I wouldn't be able to complain about it. <laughs> I to come May to the, the circle be a <laughs> Self-fulfilling prophecy. Not even here to defend himself. <laughs> That was a great match. Uh, wow, that's like a real subtle great match. I like that. One. Thanks. It's so weird because it's so close to. Jeez, huh, I just don't. I mean, I just don't. I just don't. Yeah. The critic. <laughs> now entering nerdist.com. Oh, my jacket, Ben? I will not what, do, own me. what are we doing? What is this? What are we doing? I don't know. You're just undressing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the one barging in here with short pants. They're called shorts. Sorry, I don't want to go with the hip lingo. I'm not crazy about shortening things all short the time. Short pants are different than shorts. Are they? Yes. But isn't that where the term derives from? Is that they're short pants, they're shorts? Well, let's say colloquialism now has become an accepted term. It's too weird. long to be shorts, <laughs> too short to be pants. There's chance. Do you know that? No. It was an old, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he was in uh, Fly the Concords. He was an American comic, but now he lives in New Zealand. Oh, you're talking about Arch Barker. Arch Barker. Yeah. That was like he one lives of his... in uh, Australia. Australia, yeah, okay. He's huge in Australia. That's what I hear. Really funny. Uh, but yeah, he, that was like, he used to say that because he used to wear chance. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, I just don't think I would be like... I'm going to the gym. I'm going to put my short pants on. I'm going to the gymnasium. I'm going to put short pants on. <laughs> also, if I can only find this time portal. Yeah. Oh, the gime. The <laughs> gime. That's one of my favorite Simpsons <laughs> jokes. Yeah. That is one of my great. What's a gime? What's a they, gime? they posted that on the Simpsons Instagram. Yeah, I think that's why yeah. it was in my head. Oh, a gime. How perfect is it that they can find a little 15-second... 15 second like couplets oh. to just like just make it go it's the best oh. for anyone who's not following a Simpsons Instagram I think it's just is, I think it's the Simpsons the, the Simpsons IG I think so I think maybe that's it 
So good. It's that and skate park fights. Those are my two favorite Instagrams. <laughs> I can't watch skate park <laughs> I fights. So I, I don't like watching people You still get... like seeing tons of white kids say the N-word over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be unfortunate too, but I just can't, I don't like watching people get hurt. It's yeah. very, when we worked on WebSoup, it was very hard for me watching people land on their face. should have fucking tried to write something after like the 20th one. It's like, the... The testicles are a very yeah. Webster's Dictionary defines pain as that poor guy Mike Gaboff who just kept like jumping. Crazy on. Mike Gaboff. Yeah, but I think he like severely injured himself. Yeah, I mean it's I mean, not. He kept going, but he was real. It's funny like talking to those other guys. Like they all know each other. Like yeah. horse, remember horse? Yes. And, like horse the guy would like, get kicked in the nuts. Yeah, he was like, oh that Gaboff guy fucking sucks. We used to start doing. We started doing stunts like or, or when we when we first started, we were doing them together. I was like stunts was a oh it's kids that didn't skate. <laughs> oh, just gotcha. a, those were the guys that like it's like it was weird because it's like all the guys that did the stuff like all the jackass stuff were skaters that just like when they weren't skating they were just they had a camera and they would do dumb shit and then there was guys that like they're like ooh that's the stuff that's the stuff that I'll do and then that's <laughs> without the thing. skating without the skating that's all that that's what that became that's, I think it's kind of like how uh, so so those guys are uh, skaters without the skating yeah this I think. Uh, wasn't it Patton that referred to hipsters as nerds without the brains? I think so. Yeah, it's the same kind of yeah. same kind of thing. Uh, this is a strange thing that happened the other morning. Uh, I woke up and like I had a like a little scratch above my eye, and I rubbed it and like a little it was like a little weird piece of something. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I remembered uh, that when I was 17. Wait. I was, this is from the car accident? Yes. There's no way there's glass still coming out of your fucking head. I, you know, it, it happened for a few, it happened for years after the accident, but I was in a car accident when I was 17, and a uh, really bad car accident, and I had glass all on my forehead, and for, for years it would work itself out. And I think a piece worked itself out. That's crazy. After, the, after that long. I mean, after after nine years. After thirty years. No nine. <laughs> All right, it's not thirty, but it's not nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Split the diff. It's forty-five. I. Uh... That's not the diff. That's not how the diff works. <laughs> What's the diff? That's that's not how the diff works at all. Uh, that's crazy. Did you? Do you? But you felt the thing that came out. Yeah, or just... I felt the thing, and I thought it was like a scab. Yeah, and then when I saw where it was, I'm like, oh yeah, that's where the that's part of where where the glass was. That's it's so really gnarly. bad. Did I tell that story in here before? Yeah, yeah. I think because it 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 coincided with the story about there was something else that happened that day, right? Hanging out with my friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, were you in college yet? I was just in college. I yeah. was seventeen. Yeah, I remember. I I don't remember the details of the story. I just remember that. Yeah. I've, Friends and I went to Tijuana. We went to San Diego and then ended up sneaking down to Tijuana. Oh, I don't think I know that story then. We snuck down to Tijuana. Sneaking, how so? Our parents didn't know where we were. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you're God, you're no, adults. You're like sneaking across the border, like. No. Uh, you're white. You don't have to sneak. <laughs> we, we went to, uh, we told our parents we were going to San Diego. And we went, went to Tijuana and, and uh, I, I wasn't really a drinker in high school, though. Um, but. Uh, everyone else was drinking, and I guess, you know, we, and we drove back at like, I don't know, like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, Ugh. and it was raining, and we got just near Irvine, and it was just sort of like twilight hour, and I was asleep, and it's like, like right before, it's so weird how you go into like spider sense, like right before something really awful happens, and yeah. all of a sudden everything just went, and then I, I was, I was half, I think I was, I was asleep or half asleep, and I just heard the, the dude driving, this kid named Matt was like, oh my God, oh my God, and then he slammed on the brakes because there was a there was a pickup truck just like stopped parked like parked in the number three lane. Oh fuck! And but because the roads were wet, he just he slammed on his brakes and he hydroplaned. We would have been fine if the roads had been dry. Yeah, and just and just hydroplaned. And the kid behind me was not wearing his seatbelt, and his body just smashed into my seat, and I caught all this glass on my forehead. And so uh, everyone was really. I can't believe no one died. Fuck. Because, you know, we were going freeway speeds. Yeah. What was the, like, the worst injury? Um, it was the kid behind me, Gerald. Yeah. He, because uh, his whole body, like, he had, he was, he was in, I mean, I think he was in a coma for a few days. Like, oh, he was, fuck. And, um, but here's the crazy coincidence of the entire thing is that uh, I, I discovered that my house now, it was his family's house. What I, I get their ma- I got, I was getting some of their mail and I'm like oh my god that's crazy so that's I think, so weird I think he might have lived in that house Gerald 
Gerald. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. Very well to do family. His parents own La Poubelle. Ah, that'll do it. Oh. They've had it there forever. Yeah, the, yeah. The little trash can. Fuck. As it's as it's known in French. Yeah, yeah. Um That's so crazy. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's such yeah. a strange coincidence. Life That's a really... is full of coincidences. Yeah, so it's, you know, whenever I go to La Poubelle, if I see his mom and his sister, I'll be like, I was in that car accident with Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, the car accident. <laughs> Things worked out for me. I bought your house. <laughs> Coming for the bar next. <laughs> Gonna turn it down and make it into a game room. Yeah. How is Gerald? Oh, he died. Complications of coma-itis. They're not, they don't live on the Upper West Side. Oh, he died. <laughs> he's, not a li- he's not alive any longer. Oh, he passed. Oh, he's That's fine. crazy. He passed. <laughs> you know, he passed a while back. You know, he passed to the other you side. You know, he just kept going into comas. You know, the, the strangest accident. thing, I think you broke some mystical seal when you bought the house. He just dropped dead and passed on. <laughs> it seems as if his soul was part of it, connected to it, it were. <laughs> anyway, you'll see his unquiet soul roaming around your hallways. How's your mom? Can I get <laughs> you a drink, a Diet Coke, whatever? <laughs> right, now we're going to the coffee talk. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're going to the coffee talk. Uh, how are you guys doing? It's been a while since we've done a, Has a hostful podcast, unless you count. It's been 19 days. That was fun. That really was fun. It was a good time. I'm, 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 I don't know why, but my feelings always get a little hurt when people are like, there was no guest. And I'm like, but you said you wanted more hostfuls. Yeah. Yeah, but not on their time. Yeah, I guess that's true. No, just I guess that's time. true. They still had fun. Yeah, I think they had fun. Almost. It's just that, you know, like I, I thought John Waters was going to be there, and we tried for John. He couldn't be there, and it was a little bit of a scramble to get, you know, like everyone else, because everyone does multiple shows at Sketchfest, and sometimes, you yeah. know. So, I don't know. I just thought, like, oh, it'd be, nice, it'd be cool to do a. The, the people want hostfuls. Let's give them hostfuls. We don't Actually, know. How... We, we used to do those all the time. Live hostfuls. Yeah. Live, live hostfuls. yeah, we don't know how they reacted. That yet. was just that's a pretty not much out a live show. Yeah. It's out tomorrow. We had a great Let's re record. Tomorrow, when we what? find out their opinions on it, maybe they all love. Everyone's it. real mad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should have done this. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Oh God! <laughs> you guys, <laughs> take it offline. <laughs> I do not want this. I'll be over here in my short pants. How <laughs> dare you? I demand guest. <laughs> Wait, are you one of us now, or are you one of the audience? I have no idea. <laughs> or are you the Bruce bit's Gutter. been muddied? <laughs> muddied, I say. <laughs> oh, Jonah passed on <laughs> after us. But my he, ghost lives on. He had a bit block. He was doing voices, and uh, they he passed. Left they I left choked him. to death. Sometimes it's almost like I can hear him, <laughs> just hanging out. I'm right fucking here. <laughs> He didn't talk that way in life. I don't know what <laughs> happened. His ghost sounds like that. <laughs> I've been merged with the soul of Ted Knight. <laughs> You'll see. Oh. Oh. I've got to get out of here. Please avenge me. Oh, Danny is not a member of this club. <laughs> he certainly couldn't take it. I mean, it's illegal, is this? <laughs> yeah. Uh. How you how you guys being? Doing okay. Uh, just working on the uh, on editing the pilot that I shot uh, for True TV. So that's that's been uh that's been fun. That's a fun process. Yeah, just sitting there making fixing things, fixing things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, when, when do you yeah. have to finish that? By Friday, I think is the when we send it into the network. Um, but it's real funny. It's very funny. It's very uh, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. So I think it's uh, and it's turning out pretty nicely. Realizing well, dreams. I mean, it's on Eric, so I'm putting whatever music I want in it, which is fucking fantastic. That network is owned by uh, Hearst, so I feel like if we knew anybody, that might. <laughs> Can be you put in a good word for me? <laughs> oh. Could you do me a solid? I don't like to talk business during lovemaking time. Is that oh, that's the only time you guys communicate? <laughs> no, you just twisted my words. <laughs> Sir, you've just twisted my words. Now, you've just now, twisted now, my wait, words wait, like wait a, a pair of short pants. <laughs> How was that twisted? So, Jonah, okay. uh, <laughs> short pants are short, not short. short, short, short so. Chris, no. Yeah. Who wears uh, short pants? Uh, I caught the train today. I let my, bar- my brother borrow my car. 
And so I caught the train to North Hollywood from Highland Park. And Why'd was, you let your brother borrow your car? Uh, his uh, his car was breaking down. He bought Ed Salazar's old car, so he's uh, oh that'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you should let him learn a lesson. So you're saying yeah, that I should, Ed, should Ed, I, go buy a car from Ed Salazar. Yeah. You're saying that Ed Salazar's '98 Chevy Cavalier is not <laughs> yeah, hanging in there uh, in 2015. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now, uh, what's it going to take for you to get into this? Beautiful 1998 Chevrolet Cavalier. A registration, it turns out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it was it was great. I had a nice time. It was, a, it, was, it was very relaxing just letting the train do the work for you, and you just kind of get to relax in the morning just, on the way just, to work. Just letting the, the, hand of, the gentle hand of public transportation was nice. set you down. Yeah, yeah. Gold line to red line. Fucking easy. Where's the stop around here? Uh... The closest one would probably be like Hollywood Hall- Island. Nah, I think uh, Hollywood and Vine. Is there one? No. Yeah, Hollywood and Highland. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I actually, I caught the ride to work, but like I caught an Uber over here. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So it wasn't You're that. doing pretty well over there, huh? Yeah, what? pretty nice. You got an Uber. Catching Ubers all over the place. Catching an Uber. The guy mm-hmm. was a uh, real heavy foot, and I felt sick the entire time. Oh, really? Yeah. Gotta keep your eyes off the phone. Stare at the road. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I was looking out the window. <laughs> didn't help. You're reminiscing about it now. I, know, your I rolled are. down the window to get some air on my face. Mm-hmm. It didn't help. None of it. <laughs> yeah, no good. Did you guys watch the uh, SNL uh, 40th anniversary? No, I, I only saw... Based on your recommendation, I saw the Martin Short part of it. Yeah, which uh, which I enjoyed, but I sort of felt like I don't know, you know. Some, I just feel like the audience was being weird. Well, it's all it's like, yeah, they were, but it's all the people there, and everyone's kind of like it's a weird thing. I but think. yeah, but fuck, you know, like and, ha- fucking have fun if you're in an audience and you're seeing something like that because they're. When it cut back to when it cut back to to Fred and uh, Kristen Wiig, yeah, during that during oh, that there sketch, was no they were surrounded by people. And everyone just looked fucking sour. Yeah, and that like, was true. The fuck is wrong with you people? Like the last the last anniversary show had like it was a lot more fun. Uh, it was a different world then, you know. It sure was. Um, like Kadeem Hardison and Lisa Bonet. Yeah, but I, I suggest people watch the 40th anniversary if they've ever wanted to see the Bassomatic sketch at half the speed. <laughs> Why? It's just they have oh, Dan Aykroyd does it? it. Yeah, and he like talked about it on Stern saying that like you know Lauren asked for him to do it and like uh, the analogy that was given was like uh it's like hey you know that great like Olympic like javelin throw you did that one time it was just in the moment it happened it was you just nailed it it's like do that again do the, the thing you did at a live show that's so iconic that everyone's do seen that, that again that forty years later yeah and it's just <laughs> like it's just Dan Aykroyd looking like my dad. Uh, just, Dad Aykroyd. Dad Aykroyd. <laughs> oh. I called him. I called him that. Dad Aykroyd. Uh, and it's just like you know, it's just the best. Don't erase dance. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a little. I was like, I was like, I get why they're doing it. You know, a salute to the classic sketches, but like, uh, oof, rough. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you being that. a sexy dog, or were you yeah. saying <laughs> rough? Rough. rough? They did the parrot sketch. <laughs> remember? Lipstick is out. What they did the dead parrot sketch on SNL with, and it was it might have been fifteen twenty years ago, but it was with Cleese and Palin. But remember? they they the thing is like at least they still do that live sometimes. Like you know throughout the oh, years, sure, sure, the sure. Python has done that live. Yeah. A bunch of you know, like a good handful of times. Yeah, that was the last time. Aykroyd's never been on the Bassomatic tour. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, I'm need a blender and I need some power. He's a real weird dude, that Dan Aykroyd. Doesn't he own um, some train cars? Yes, he doesn't fly, and so he owns a train car that he. Hitches I guess you can Amtrak. do that, and yeah. you can you just you can rent a train car. Yeah, but yeah. you can have your own train car. You can own a train car, and, and then have they'll just Amtrak put it on. tow it. Yeah, yeah, and so that's how he gets around. Which is kind of awesome. Yeah. But it's also, just like a guy. It's like, I mean, what's the I fear want, of flying for this guy? He's going to get love, abducted? I would love him to be on this show. On this show? On this very program. Oh, yeah. I would love to talk to the guy. I want to spend so, 20 hours talking I to him. I may have a connection. Yeah. So we'll, I'll, I'll try. I'd love to talk to him. I love, like, I, I'm, I was so obsessed with him for so long. Uh, it's, it's like he was just like, you see those old pictures of him. He's like the coolest looking guy. In the like original, not ready for primetime player pictures, he's the coolest looking dude, which is like a good indicator of like don't try to be cool your whole life because look at him now. <laughs> well, he's probably gonna come on if you say stuff like that. But I think he's amazing. 
<laughs> good follow up. Oh, my neck from that good. back pedal. Really yeah. good save. I, I really said it beforehand. That it was amazing. It back. I said I'm save Robitaille. Is he a goalie? Is Robitaille a goalie? He was okay. Good. <laughs> I don't know. He's such a like he's know. such a weird thing in my life. Like it's like I like was so obsessed with him, and like now I'm like don't know how to feel about him. Feel good about him. He's still out there doing stuff. He yeah, still yeah. did great stuff. He doesn't yeah, have to do he, good no, stuff. Exactly. Stuff now. But I want to like I try to understand him. You know, I try to understand like like Blues Brothers 2000. I try to understand like getting into like it's like you know or a lot of existential acroid. No, it's yeah, no, it's like he's like it's, a big part of my life. I think you know, I think he just I feel like he just kind of feels like i think he just has fun with things that's what i think you know yeah i'm like why not that's what i want to think i don't know it's like he really like it's like when you're out of the when you're when you when you haven't when you're not doing comedy for a long period of time it's just like i think it's just like pulling a bike out of the garage that's been sitting in there for 20 years it's you know it's like so brilliant for so long yeah well like and he really pushed like you know there wasn't like a lot of like it's like you know huge sci-fi comedies before ghostbusters you know, there wasn't like, uh, there, like Doctor Detroit is so fucking Gonzo. It's like, you know, yeah, Doctor like, Detroit really is. It's uh, he's just so like, you know, like in that kind of like Toronto Chicago voice. Like, no, you know, he's just. Uh, I think the first time I ever kind of went like, whoa, to a Dan Aykroyd movie was uh, Caddyshack Two. When he did the fucking Bill Murray thing, when that's did, the thing. When he, like when he does you know. the Carl character, and he—that's his. You know, maybe he justifies like, well, it's my friend. If the, anyone's going to do it, I'll do maybe it. Maybe he developed that character at Growlings and let Bill do it, and then they had to do it. You know, at Second City rather, and uh, maybe that was. You know, maybe Harold Ramis was like, "Hey, why don't you do it now?" A lot of speculation. Yeah, I know. I just well, uh, I think about him a lot. Always have. <laughs> Always have. <laughs> you sure do. Yeah, yeah. That's adorable. Just yeah. go to sleep. We, Oh damn! No, I mean, <laughs> I got to meet. Did you remember one of my first, like, like one of my early jokes was? Uh, I remember you asked him to sign it. He got mad because you asked him to sign his picture of the old Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that joke. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, like it's like he's been like he <laughs> really. You really Boy, we're not getting him on this show. If you're I know, no, but I like I like him. Like, but like it's like Jonah's gonna my... be like, I really like you. Well, what happened? Yeah, I don't know. Briefcase, briefcase full of blues. That are uh, you worried uh, about? Like, are you looking at him and going, "Is that going to happen to me?" Or are you looking at it and going, so. what I mean, happened? Not to say that I'm, I, I don't have an, a, a, like a fraction Maybe of the talent Maybe he's happy. I, I think he is. I want him to be. You just want him to be the thing that you need him to be and not just accepting him for who he is now. May, yeah, I think that's probably it. Okay, that might not be fair. No, it's not fair at all. Okay, Don't believe me. I'm having trouble with it too, Chris. I'm clearly <laughs> conflicted with my thoughts on Dan Aykroyd, but I think about him a lot. <laughs> Who do so you? Sweet. Is there anyone else you feel like this about? About like other like, like other, that you other artists or other? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> are you ever? <laughs> are you ever? Are you ever getting intimate with Deanna, and then just as she's starting to get into it, you go. I mean, nothing but trouble. What was that yeah, movie? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> and do you ever stretch out her name and go, Dan? Dan Aruniak. What was nothing but trouble? I still can't figure out what that movie was. But it's like he's like, but he was trying to do something really weird and something out of the box, and like it's like everyone kind of like made fun of him for it. But like it's like that movie was kind of weird and. Per- go like, listen you know? to the uh, How did this get made of that episode? It's very good. I they did that. one for yeah. that. <gasps> Oh, that's spectacular! Yeah, really, it was. It makes me happy. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't been able to like intellectualize it enough to like talk about it uh, properly. But I please, <laughs> I, no, I just, I don't know. I just, what I, do you want Dan Aykroyd to do now? Like, what would be your perfect Aykroyd scenario? I don't, I don't know. Like, would you want him to just go back and start doing comedies again? Or? No, no, I'd, I'd love him. I'd love him to I love like because he, he doesn't like being stuff. himself, but he's good at being himself in like dramas, you know. But even even his dramas, like even like Driving Miss Daisy and shit, like he was also he was already he had an accent and stuff like that. So it's like, I, like I wonder if like he'd be able to like do like be the lead in a movie that like he kind of plays close to himself or like you know just kind of how Bill Murray kind of started doing that stuff like a lot of you know comedy guys when they get older start doing a version of themselves and yeah. uh, I wonder if that's like um, that's the case uh, I don't, I don't maybe know maybe he just doesn't give a shit anymore he that's doesn't have I to I mean he's like and he he loves like he loves music like he started the House of Blues stuff and like he, he still I mean, does a radio show every week as Elwood Blues really yes where on uh on uh 
It might be on XM, but I think it's definitely online. You can get it. Yeah, is it called Elwood Blues Clues? Because it should be. That, it might be the Elwood Blues Hour. Something oh, okay. Like that. Well, thank you for answering. He's one of those guys that kind of did it, kind of like you know, like uh, like Brendan Small, where they had like equal parts uh, career and comedy and music, right? Uh, and like you know, like who else? Like, there's not a lot of people that because at this point, that. I feel like there have been more years of him not doing comedy than when he was doing comedy. That's true. He's probably been doing music now longer than comedy. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What? Where does he live? I think he lives I in saw Toronto. Him on a train. So. I saw him on, at, at Larchmont once. Was, oh, really? Yeah. It was very. Uh, we'll try. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to. No, no, no. I don't this mean to seem like I'm like. Honest, uh, you can totally. It's totally yeah. cool. No, I just I like. Just, uh, I love your existential Dan Aykroyd crisis that you. Have, yeah, apparently. and I think it's you know I think it's like I I just maybe I project a lot of stuff like uh like you know like not that I we do the same thing I like, you know starting stand up he started in sketch but like. But like you know, he was uh, he was really amazing, and he still is, you know. But I just I, I wonder what where he's at, and his, I don't know. I just <laughs> like I just constantly see if we can get him in here. Well, if you look yeah. at everybody during that period of time that was in the comedy scene, as far as like uh, sketch and 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 even movies and TV and stuff like that, you can't you bring it to now, and you look at what they're doing now, and a lot of them, a lot of them are dead. Yeah. Uh, from living too hard, and a lot of them are, are just sort of like different. Dead inside, like Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah. or you know, and, and and Chris, you're welcome to spin off of this into your story. But like, look at Steve Martin. I am a story. <laughs> spinning, spinning. Who did spinning. comedy, 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 and now he seems to be content. Banjo, banjo, banjo. Book. Art, 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 art. Yeah, art, but art. he's still like you know he still does shows with Martin Short, uh, yeah. C. Martin. Like uh, he still you know he still does jokes between his songs. Like he still like considers himself to do comedy. Yeah, I still and I'm at. Well, we did a beta test show last night, which is this show I started at Meltdown every so often to basically to force mm-hmm. myself to write new material. So we get I get a handful of comics and you get up to twenty minutes. And you, but you have to do new stuff or new tags if, if it's an old bit. Yeah. But you just have to workshop and the show's free. And, uh, and last night was really fun. Uh, Justin Willman and Matt Kirsch and April Richardson and TJ Miller. And, nice. me. and Lorraine Newman came. No way. And I was so like April and I both kind of flipped out because she tweeted at April and was like, you're hilarious and tweeted at me. and was like, I had so much fun at the show. I'm like, oh, my God, why didn't you say hi? Yeah. You know, like I'm still so profoundly affected by that that group. Yeah. No, apparently know? she's like a huge comedy fan. Like she's oh, yeah. Lorraine, the shows Lorraine all the time. Did, uh, she's so rad. Lorraine yeah. did my show at Sketchfest last year with <gasps> Tom. We did one star. Oh, Lorraine one star. One star. Was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. But uh, but I met. Um, we went uh, we went to the old uh, Vanity Fair party the other night and uh, and and I saw Patton sitting on the couch, and so at a party like that where there's where it's just lousy with you know like famous people and I do not feel like I just feel very out of place there. I see Patton and I immediately feel like one of us, you know. So of course I go over and he's talking very it's loud, so he's talking very closely to someone on the couch, and I'm standing there and he won't he doesn't look up. I'm like. I mean, I'm there for a bit, almost starting to creep on him a little bit. So I kick his foot. He doesn't look up. I kick his foot again. He doesn't look up. So I put my foot like on the tip of his foot and just start swirling his foot around in an annoying fashion. And he still won't look up. So I lean down and kiss him on the head. And I look over and now I'm face to face with Steve Martin. Steve Martin was the person he was talking to Uh... on the couch. And so now I'm torn because I... I, of course, now I want to inject myself into the conversation, yeah, but back. I also don't want a comedy clock block Patton because yeah. I feel like this That's is Patton's his moment. moment, and it's not my moment. And so I, Patton graciously just – he was talking to Steve about – he said, thank you so much for writing Born Standing Up. Now whenever someone says, what's it like to do comedy, I can just refer them to that book. And uh, and he and then he sort of threw it to me to say something. I go, yeah, well, I bought the – Audiobook because I wanted to. I got to hear you, you know, like re, basically redo all the old bits that I loved, and uh, and then Pat made some joke like, "Oh, I thought it was a mistake to have that Marv Albert narrated it or something like yeah. that." You know? And so we sort of riffed on that for a second. Then I excused myself and I'm like, "Okay, nice to meet you." And I walked away. I wanted to stay so bad, but That's I was a like, good move though. It's a cool move. It wasn't Chris. my. It was. It was Patton's thing. Yeah. And then so after Steve left, uh, I saw I saw Patton again, and, and I love I love seeing him. 
get so giddy about somebody. He was like, I just put my fucking phone number on Steve Martin's phone. <laughs> like, he was so excited, you know, that they... That's so nuts. I was jealous. I wanted to put my fucking number in Steve Martin's phone. Hey, I fucking pinned him down. There. And it's I- always going to be more Oscar parties, buddy. <laughs> no, but but I... Uh, actually, I really wasn't. But it, but it, it was... Uh, it was really, it was really fun. It was really neat. That's really and cool. Steve seemed seemed really cool, uh, and he was very, he was nice to me for the second that I met him. And the thing that was sort of a a moment checker for me was that I didn't freak out about it. Nice. I think the podcast is kind of numbed it's just, you, it's, or well, not numbed, but just sort of like it's helped me learn how to like mash that down and be in a moment rather than freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to stepping out and going, this is the moment I'm meeting, I'm talking exactly, now to. Exactly, exactly. Which, yeah. I mean, it's not that that's not there anymore. I'm certainly not numb to it. It's yeah. just that it's, I can I can push it out of the way. It's that like that moment's like, oh, this is awkward. Can I get a picture? Uh, this is awkward. You're really cool. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, there were so many people that I saw that I wanted to. <laughs> I was very uh, impressed at your Instagram feed. I thought I was going to see a picture of you with everybody. On the planet that was at that party. No, it's good restraint, restraint on your part. I wanted to, I wanted to take a picture with Gordon Ramsay just to send to you. Yeah, well, I would have loved that. So I saw Beck. I want to talk to him and nice. say I was real mad on your behalf, man. Yeah, he liked it. I know he did. Yeah. But I just think it's obnoxious that I think you know, I, it's fun to. It's I, I'm kind of like to like watch an ego implode. <laughs> I don't mean back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but to watch Kanye like this whole thing—it's like. Well, I heard he's. You, a, you yeah. don't. You, you you like when you keep telling people how cool you are. It's not. I don't know if that really. Well, I heard he's actually developing a hologram so he can interrupt himself next time he wins an award. <laughs> he's going to interrupt the Benson interruption. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing about that though is that it's like it's a weird because everyone's like, he's like, he's doing it for Beyonce. It's like, eh, he's kind of doing. It. It's like he's not doing it for Beyonce. First of all, if you're Jay Z, do you want some other dude standing up like for your wife? Like that's yeah, yeah. like I also like how he constantly talks about how. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Beyonce are friends. Like they're friends. They're friends. Everybody. She respects Kim. She Beyonce respects Kim. It's like nah, I don't think. Here's she the does. thing. They they, you know, someone because um, we talked about uh, like on at midnight we addressed it a couple weeks ago and there were some people in the audience who disagreed with what I was saying, which was yeah, I just you know I just think he kind of sucks for all the stuff he's doing. You know all this like attention grabby stuff. And this girl was like, well, I mean, I just think you know. He's offered to refuse his awards before for other people. And I go, that doesn't make him a good person. Like, yeah. if, you, if you really, you know, if that was his belief that other people were better and deserved the awards, then he would have taken himself out of the nomination pool. Yeah. And not even bothered to go. Like, who the fuck wants your shitty secondhand award? Like, that's so narcissistic. <laughs> Jack Lemon. <laughs> that's so narcissistic to think, like, I won this. Like, you already got the attention for it. Mm-hmm. So you going, I'm going to give this to someone else. Like, if that's how you really felt and it was not an, es- an exercise in narcissism, you would not show up at all. Yeah. The you guy's would... a- extremely talented. Uh, but, like, when it comes to being a person or a human being, but it's, he's a, it's he's a I shit. agree that he's very I, – I agree, I agree that he's insanely talented. Yeah. But it's starting to overcome it's, – it's starting to overshadow – To be more of a character than he is an artist. Yeah, because, like, to make – an ignorant statement about like I thought the Grammys were for artists. Like there, there may be few other people more art, that, that are more of an artist than Beck. <laughs> That's you know true. what I mean? Like, yeah, a guy who fucking plays pretty much every instrument, writes his stuff. You know, yeah. he's kind of changed the face of music. He's Stuck. been around for still around after twenty one years. Yeah, started on the years. bottom, start you know, touring around. Lived LA. in a car. Like I mean, yeah. fucking, I don't know. That just that, like I got really mad on his behalf. Yeah, just because just because of the basis of the argument that was being used. For his attention grabbing. Yes, yes, for sure. But as far as Beck albums go, <laughs> that one shouldn't have won the Grammy. You don't think yeah. so? It's good. It's not his best work, though. Yeah, but if you listen to the other stuff that was nominated this year, I don't, I don't necessarily think they were wrong to give it to him. Yeah. I mean, it was an amazing feat, playing all those instruments. and That's true. I mean, doing the entire album yourself, I feel like. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm down with that. So using Kanye's argument, he actually 100% deserved that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I like the album. Don't get me wrong. I just said uh, it wasn't my favorite Beck album. Yeah. yeah. Well, it didn't have to be. What is your favorite Beck album? Mutations. I was gonna, oh, that's a good one. That yeah. was your... Mutations and then uh, Mellow Gold. What? Guerrero? 
There's the there's remix Alito album. is a remix Guerrero album. Yeah. Do you like the remix album better? I did. I like the remix what album. What was that 8-bit version of uh, Yes, girl. I think? No, there was an 8-bit version that was like... The girl 8-bit version is yeah. good, too. I can't remember. There's, there's a, so many. I have every Beck album on my phone. Yeah. I think he's fabulous, guys. I do, too. I and think he looked I real that. nice. Like, he looked super nice and approachable, and I got nervous. Uh, he, it's funny. It's funny. I said, like, oh, I can mash it down. I could not mash it down to, like, go up to him and be like... Because I played it out in my head. Yeah. I think... Because I this actually happened at the, we were uh, I, I came face to face like you know like the crowds are all crazy yeah and so you kind of get into these situations where you're sort of mashed through it looks like kelp so yeah. you're sort of trapped and then you, all of a sudden you'll come face to face to people and you mm-hmm. lock eyes for a second you had you to fight Christoph Waltz. Huh? You I had, had to, to fight, fight Christoph Waltz. Nice. <laughs> the shit out of me. Nice. He's a good fighter. Fucking Taron Killam's Christoph Waltz impression is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. I love Taron Killam so fucking much. I do too. He's so good. It's just like guys you wouldn't think. It's like, it's like oh, he does a Christoph Waltz impression. Like, what is that even? And then you see, you're like, oh, that's <laughs> oh, it. Oh, that's it. Same like Brad Pitt. Like, what's a fucking Brad Pitt? You're like, oh, that's a Brad Pitt impression. That's so, so awesome. good. Yeah. Well, who did you actually come face to face with? Uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> and I didn't know what to say, so I just go, you're rad. And yeah. she's like, thanks, and just kept walking. And, and I honestly, I got a lot of shit because I said I, 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 I stuck up for her on At Midnight, and people were like, fuck, how could you fucking, and I go, look. What are you talking about? She's great. I, I don't really, I can't really say I know much about her music, but I think someone who grew up as like a Disney TV star that now is trying to make, strong definitive choices and try weird things and yeah. take risks and have fun and you know like i don't know i i respect that yeah you know party in the usa is one of the all-time best uh party songs it's and an also song. she was you know she released those uh like backyard songs yeah and my friend jamie aronson plays for her oh nice and uh and she did a version of jolene that was great yeah i think i've heard that and uh i don't know so i just i i don't know it's not I don't. I guess I don't feel like I don't know why I'm defensive about it. I just yeah. like I don't know. I don't think she. I think she's all right. Eh, and, you know, uh, there's just some people out there like there's like zeitgeist things. You're not supposed to like. It's like mother Sarah, she sucks, right? You're not supposed it's to like, say that. Yeah, yeah. No, you're just trying to make yourself a part of a group by saying that you think she sucks. You know. Yeah, right? yeah. But anyway, I, I think she was. Great. She was, except that um, she uh, uh, was very dismissive of you. Very dismissive. Well, <laughs> but not, at least she doesn't have to. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, it's like she doesn't owe me anything. I just. It was just one of those weird, like, ah, I felt like I took a little bit of a swing, and it was just, like, immediately, like, oh, you're one of those people. Like, ah, well, I am one of those people. You know what? You know what, Miley? I am one of those people. And I'm done sharing a birthday with you. Ooh. Oh, Chris, you can't Chris, just do you that. Can't just do that. That's how birthdays work. Birthday. Okay, I won't, I'll keep a birthday with Herb. Can okay. I get rid of Snooki? Because we have the same birthday. Ooh. <laughs> I get both sides of the, the coolness spectrum on my birthday. Because I, I get like... My bil- birthday. I get, on my birthday. I, I, also, I get Billy the Kid and... Uh, and Bell, uh, No, and Boris Karloff. Nice. But then I also get Snooki. Ooh. I have uh, Martin Sheen, James Hetfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday! Yeah. How come you didn't bring that up at Comic Con? Um, we have the same birthday. What are you gonna do with that's that like, information? That was actually that was nothing. Actually, that was actually like yeah. uh, like like a fucking great Harris Whittles joke, which is like the people was like, "We have the same birthday." Great. What does that matter? What does that What does that mean? <laughs> Happy birthday! Oh God damn it, Harris! Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. You're the you're the one that t- texted me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking nuts. I, I found out kind of early. How's everyone doing? Everyone's dealing. Everyone still feels, you know, kind of fake. Because he was at Meltdown the night before, right? Yeah, Wednesday. Talking Wednesday about night. struggling with addiction. Talking about, like, you know, he was 50 days sober. Uh, you know, I don't really want to talk about what he said. I don't, like, you know, uh, we kind of, uh, we have a blanket kind of thing. Everyone there was just kind of like. We don't really want to talk about it. Okay. We all, we got calls from like Hollywood Reporter and Variety and stuff like that, asking everyone to, well, what did he say? What was he like? And we all kind of just thought that was kind of, eh, it's best if it's like everyone's going to read into anything we say. Um, I think more than that should be, and so it's best to just not like really delve into it. But he had a great set, and uh, uh, he, he was he was very funny. And then like you know, and he went off. So. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of our that's our blanket imposition on the on the matter. Uh, just because it's like you know it felt real weird. Reporters like even like you know reporters tried to call like anyone who was there. They called Demorge Brown and they're like, "Hey, I heard you were at the show uh, and you were talking to Harris." 
Like, what was he? And like, it's just like everyone's just like, no, don't worry just about it. Because it feels, it feels like it's they're exploding. Gross. Yeah, the yeah, it's gross. Yeah, and everyone's going to look for a thing to, you know, it's like, well, he said this or he talked about this. And it's like, you know, like in the end, it was just like he, he had an addiction. And it, uh, and, you know, the thing that happens to a lot of people when they relapse after being sober is that, you know, yeah. they take too much. And that, that's, that's pretty much what happened. There's no, more underlying and better uh, that people uh, remember him for the fucking brilliant comic that he was yeah he was he was phenomenal i mean like uh we were joking around about salieri uh yesterday you and i and like uh it's like that was like i was i like he made me feel like salieri like from when he showed up and i was at that show at largo where he fucking destroyed and sarah came up to him and then you know asked him to write on the show and stuff like that like like he's been like a constant like like in my head like you know it's like even like you ask Matt, like it's like I'm always like oh, Harris Will, you know. Yeah. It's like I, it's like he's been like a constant, like you know, and a friend. So that also feels weird because it's like you know I was always kind of like extremely jealous of him and uh, and his talents, and he was just always so cool and like uh, like he made me sec- like second guess my you know hatred for fish and like you know that's how cool that's how cool he was is that he made you go oh, me fish is not bad, <laughs> like which is a fucking ridiculous statement. Well, he was a he was a guy that. Usually was the funniest guy in the room, but you, but you, he would not, he wouldn't overtake a room. Yeah. Like he, he, it's incredible how many people he touched with. Just across the board, just like from showing up and like, you know, and just everyone loved him and like everyone wanted to use him. You know, Besser immediately started putting him in sketches at UCB, Um, you know, like. You know, Sarah got him like you know, like Rob Schraub, uh Parks and Rec people, like Z. Everyone, like everyone loved him. Everyone fell in love with him. It was just like he uh, was just so fucking funny. So Did you amazing. find out if there's any type of a fund to donate to? Is there any type of anything? I don't know. I think you you would probably talk to Mookie. I think Mookie's uh, kind of in charge of okay. some of that stuff. Uh, because I don't see Armin Weitzman doing that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we have money. To, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there will be some kind of thing. But at the same time, it's like I don't think you know that seems like something Harris would have made fun of. Which is that was my favorite part about Twitter that day is that like uh, yeah, everyone was just retweeting, retweeting like all his tweets and how like he would he would like it's like getting Joe Manny, one of his great friends, and you know like Noah Garfinkel and stuff like that. Joe Manny said it's like uh, it's like Harris would hate Twitter right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, and like I think I forget who died. It was like, like Joan Rivers, something like that, where he's like, "Hey, everyone, taking submissions for your, for the top ten who mourned them best tweets." <laughs> oh yeah, when yeah. they all the entertainment sites. Yeah, the, here's yeah. what people are saying. Well, hopefully, you know, people can remember him for the for the amazing comic and writer that he was and not the guy who died from a drug addiction, you know? And, yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think they will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did so much within a short amount of time yeah. that it's, and it's like the effects and the, his style is going to, you know, come, uh, it's, it's going to, you know, it's going to be there for a long time. What type of, um, have you had any time to personally reflect on it yet? Like how it actually affects you and how you think it's going to affect you going forward? Um, yeah, you know, I, it's, uh, you know, anything like that, it's no, there's no, there's no question that you immediately think about, well, how does this, w- you know, what is this for me? What is like, what can how, you take away from, what can I take away from, from this? Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I mean like, you know, it made me second guess like my drinking kind of, but that was the only thing I could equate to it. But it's like, it's hard to equate like, you know, like drinking, like, you know, every couple nights to, like, you know, narcotics. I know it's like all addiction and it's all there. And there's other things I'm addicted to as well. You know, food and, you know, fun, jerking off. Jerking off. Um, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that like, it made me like, it's a, uh, it was just, um, there's a thing about that. I thought about where it's, um, you know, I don't want to speculate or talk about it much, but the fact that he, you know, things, he had this addiction, but things were continuing, Continuing to work out for him, which is like a real kind of, you know, crazy thought, a bad thought to have for somebody where it's like, you know, and, you know, I, I could do that with some of my stuff where I'm just saying like, yeah, you know, like I, I do this, but, but things are still working out for well, me. Well, also people can, you know, because I think people can be largely superstitious. Yeah. You can start, 
you can the much in the same way that uh, a Pavlovian, you know, like a bell makes a dog salivate. You go, yeah. oh well, I guess this makes these good things happen. And the truth is, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. You know, at all. those are yeah. those are made up connections. But I think our brains need a way to sort of to sort and understand the universe, particularly people who are prone to control issues, which as an addict, I can tell you, I think that's a, one of the main things that a lot of us struggle with is yeah. control. And so when you can start connecting things, even if they're disparate things, you, you start feeling like you have a sense of control over the universe, but yeah. you don't, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. Which is I'm, okay, by the way, like yeah. there's a, there's a certain, I think there's a certain, there's a certain beauty in kind of going like, yeah, I don't, I can't, yeah. I can't, and, and it's fucking hard to try to control everything. I mean, you just don't have yeah. the energy, and I, the more you do, you know, I think that's where I think I think you know some of life's greatest disappointments come from trying to over engineer or over control things. For sure, yeah, you know the uh, the best things just kind of happen. But I know that. Um, you know he's got a he's got a you made it weird episode that a lot of people went back and and listened to which talks about yeah I don't think I'm going to go back and listen to that they're probably going to be hard for you to listen to yeah I'd imagine uh, for ever, anybody really yeah. just to like hear a guy struggling and feeling like he's beating it to uh, to like just like you know going back and uh, you know I've, I've I've had friends OD here and there uh, but it is like it's just an odd thing it's just because it's like the reaction you get it's not I don't know it's not like suicide it's just like it's like you just go, you fucking idiot. Yeah, there's because there's because it didn't have to happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's We're, something like with like a car accident or like some crazy accident like that. You just sort of go, oh fuck, man. You yeah, feel you feel robbed. You feel robbed by circumstance. Like yeah. fuck, yeah. you couldn't. Yeah. You know, like there. It's unless unless someone was doing something yeah. crazy where they were like. You know, they got drunk and were driving around in circles on the freeway. But yeah. if it's just a bad happenstance versus something like, this was fucking preventable. Yeah. You didn't need to do this. Why, yeah. you know? And even, like, you know, talking to, you know, like, friends like A.G. and Schraub. Like, you know, like, you know, it's like everyone has that feeling. Like, oh, man, was, maybe I should have just called him back that day. Or maybe I should have said, yeah, like, let's go get dinner. Like, everything. you know, that's like there's a thing. I don't, I don't know if there's any one event that would have. You know, no. I mean, no, I mean there's not. And it, if it didn't happen now, it could have happened later. That's just, you know, there's really no, there's not very many ways out of that kind of addiction. Right. It's, it's real weird. It just, it's so, it's so odd. It's so cra- odd. The crazy thing is that he was like our age, like right around our age. Yeah, he's two years younger than me. He's your age, yeah. Yeah, and I know him. Yeah, he's our age. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Chris, he's not your age. What? <laughs> God damn, uh, I was trying to sneak in. I thought everyone would be too somber to yeah, notice. Yeah. I remember when he when he moved here and you know things kind of started picking up. And he he asked he was asking me. He was like, "Hey, I feel like I'm in like a, the same position as you at your age." And and like it's like you know it feels like things are kind of starting to happen for me. And I remember like it's I always remember this. Uh, that's probably why I have such a complex with him. Is that I was like, yeah, that's just kind of how it is out here. Things always seem like they're about to blow up and you're about to start, you know, but you, nothing ever happens and you just kind of keep on plugging away and then like just fucking Sarah Silverman program, boom, bam, 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 yeah. like, you know, running his own show at 23 on Comedy Central, you know, like it's just like, uh, and I'm always just like, oh man, he must have fucking think I'm such a fucking idiot, condescending <laughs> prick. <laughs> but uh, I, I will say this about the. One of the things he said the, the you know, last time I saw him at Meltdown was uh, um, AG made some joke about big butts, and then uh, and then Harris said, "I don't know, man. I don't like big butts. It just takes longer for the poop to come out." <laughs> 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 and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he'd much rather people like like say that. What was it? What, what, what did he say? Well, if you really want to know what he said, the last thing he ever said to me was <laughs> he doesn't like big butts because it takes for the poop longer to come out. That's what you should have told like the variety or whatever. Oh, you're fucking goddamn right. That's what I should have done. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but it's a, it's also a weird thing with any kind of death in a scene. You know that uh, everyone uh, is afraid to own it. You know because they always know someone that knows the person more. 
you right. know, or it's uh, they're yeah. afraid to, you know, or or they or people just mourn a bit too much and they make it too much about them. There's an amazing Anthony Jeselnik thing where it's like anytime there's a tragedy or someone goes through a hard time, it's a uh, he says people tweet out, oh my thoughts and prayers, or yeah, my, my thoughts and prayers, my thoughts and prayers, and he's like, all that is really saying is like, hey hey, don't forget about me. Right. I know there's this thing that happened, but don't forget about me. Right. Well, I I you know I, I didn't know Harris very well. Um, I knew him, you know, I was, I think I was very well acquainted with him. Yeah. Like if I saw him in public, I would go up and say hi to him. Yeah. And we, you know, we did a bunch of shows. We went to a bunch of the same shows and, and, uh, and I, and I did, I did sort of feel that where I was in this place where I'm like, well, I, I definitely want to express something, but I don't want it to, I, I, I didn't want to, I, especially to people who are like really good friends and they'd be like, you didn't know him that well, you yeah. know, like I didn't want to be disrespectful. So I just said a really simple thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, no, it's uh, you know, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's so odd. And if he fucking like, and Joe Mandy was also right. He would have loved the fact that fucking the Westboro Baptist church, uh, are saying that he's burning in hell. Like I would have, it's like, what a fucking, like he would have been, he would have felt so accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just uh, it's it's like it's it's crazy. It's just so fucking weird. That's all it really is. It's have just you guys, weird. Has have you guys gotten together as a group to talk about it? A lot of different people did. Uh, UCB had a grief counselor. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. One of the guys, uh, one of the teachers there, his dad's a grief uh, group grief counselor. So they had someone there. Just because he was so much a part of so many different scenes, yeah. and like you know, I know the the Parks writers went out. I, I know. Uh, you know, so many program people went out. Like, you know, he was, he's doing all these. He did, was part of so many things that, like, everyone went out. Like, you know, me and some friends, like, went out and, you know, talked about him and stuff like that. And uh, and I, I know there, there's a thing. Mookie is putting together a thing soon for, like, like a private for friends and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's, I think that's this weekend. Uh, so that's, 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 uh, that'll be nice. And I think it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I say that, like, not to, you know, be uh, disrespectful, but I think it's like I think it's going to be very funny. I think it's going to be very cathartic for everybody. And I know it can be it can be kind of tricky sometimes. People are like, "Well, that's what he would have wanted," but I really do think like, "Well, that's what he would have wanted." Yeah, it seems like I, I think I have a feeling that like the Hendershaw guys, like Dave Horowitz, uh, Mookie, and and uh, you know Joe Mandy, and all the I think like all these guys are going to like end up doing some really funny, offensive like fucking bits about <laughs> his death. And, uh, and I know there's going to be some heartfelt stuff too. So yeah, it's just crazy. So yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, in the end, I guess the lesson is always, if you have, if you think you have a problem, talk to some other people about it. Right. And then like, maybe, you know, don't do bad drugs. Well, I mean, I think, uh, I think for, you know, and again, I, mean, I don't, I didn't really know what it was like to hang out with him one on one and be really close friends with him. Yeah. But just seeing him at a party or an, or at a show or whatever, he was such an unassuming guy. Yeah. That it, you know, if if he did really need more help, you know, would he have asked for it? I don't know. I don't know. And and I think yeah. it's, you know, it can be difficult. Like it, like if someone is if someone has an if someone has an addiction and they don't they're not open about it, how, how, you can't. I mean, like so no one. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. You got anyone can really fault themselves for not going. Aha! You know, like you can't. Yeah. Especially if someone's just come back from rehab, like you can't spend twenty four set. You, you know what I mean? Like, what, what do you? Yeah. What can you do? Like, it's if up someone, to the, it's if up someone, to the if someone's going to do it, in in some cases they're just going to do it, and there's yeah. there's nothing you can, you know, you can't imprison someone. So yeah. I mean, well, I mean you can, but, um, <laughs> but you know, in this case, yeah, know. for sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, addiction is so crazy. Even just like, you know, like it's rare that I'm ever like, it's like, I got to drink. Like I never get that way about drinking. Um, but I get that way about food, you know, like I get that way about other things. Yeah. Um, like it's a, uh, like it's, it's never, it's, it's, but it's, you know, it's, it, clearly food and booze, like those can, those can be swapped out. It's still an impulse to that, to feel that you need something. Yeah, it sucks. It, it's, it's, you know, what I remember about, being in the throes of it was basically your brain torturing you until you do it. Yeah. It's just, it's almost like a, it's just almost like a kid now, you know, like, yeah, it's just the thing. Do it. Can yeah. we have this? Can we have, <laughs> dad, yeah. can we have a pony? Dad, can we have a pony? Dad, can we have a pony? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't know. I guess it, if you feel like you're struggling, get help, talk to people. Um, if they won't listen, they're not the right friends. Yeah. yeah um, for sure. 
and uh, and find someone who will. Because if you are at that stage, you probably do need to help. If you're at the stage where you're thinking about asking for help, you you should not think anymore, and you should just do it. Yeah. Because if you have a if you have a brain that's not that doesn't really suffer from that, you it would not occur to you to even ha- it wouldn't it would never occur to you to go. I wonder if I you know yeah no definitely so um, get help and if you have friends who are asking you for help, fucking be there for them yeah and make sure that you know make sure that they're taken care of and get them in a program. Get them into you know yeah, therapy. Don't, don't bail. Get them into a support group. You know, yeah. and, take, and take care of them. I think that's sort of the best thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, because as, as hard as it may seem for you to remain friends with that person, it's harder for them to, you know, get clean. So just keep that in perspective. And in the broader sense, also go easy on yourself. You yeah, know, go easy on yourself. You don't have to. You don't have to destroy everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessary. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like in his case, though, he it's it had been an addiction he'd been struggling with since he was like preteen. Yeah. So yeah, it's just so weird when you like you know, it's like but like you know everything worked out like it's like everything was working out right. Yeah, that's the part that's scary. It's like you know you you hear the stories of like it's like yeah I got into this and that and it ruined my life I lost my job I lost my family. You know, when, like, the guy's, like, you know, prepping a couple movies and working on one of the, you know, well, most well-respected I know, but, but that's also a, that's also kind of a limited perspective. Like, it's working out is a subjective. Oh, but I think, like, to that person. Right. Like, it's, it's like, I can do it. But maybe he didn't see maybe that didn't as, see yeah, that's as true. working out. I mean, like, it, you know, oh, the yeah, work yeah, stuff yeah, is yeah, sort of incidental. Like, it's, you know, the fact that he was functioning yeah. to be able to get through the... He still might have been, re- you know, I mean, clearly had other things going on inside. So yeah, yeah, just, definitely. You know, yeah. just get help if you need it, and yeah. help people if they need it. I guess that's really the best for you sure. Can do. Now, Matt, what is up with this wacky thing you're wearing over Seriously, here? Seriously, Matt, who the shirt is from Ralph Lauren? <laughs> yeah, his denim and supply company available at Macy's on Thirty Fourth Street. <laughs> that's just go, great. This shirt is made by the Deflector Company, who was always there to get you out of an awkward conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no real fun way to end a, a conversation. About no, that doesn't have. Uh, well, I think there is a fun way, and that's that Harris didn't have to turn into Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I wonder if these two things are connected in my brain. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, Jonah, that was, a, that was a sweet smile, Jonah. That was, that, was, that was a big old sincere, knowing smile. Yeah. Well, um,. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be going to Chicago. Well, by the time this goes up, I'll have been to Chicago. Went to Chicago. What How a was it? Oh. It was real, yeah, it's like one degree there. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking freezing in New York last week. Yeah. It was negative 15 at some... At a couple of days. We're way under. I'm sure zero. there will be a wind chill factor that yeah. brings it below... <laughs> yeah. Some type. Here's a little pro tip for you. Head over to Uniqlo in L.A., you know the Japanese store, Uniqlo. Uh, get their heat tech shit. It's all on sale. I do have heat tech shit. It's like seven bucks. Out but here. it's sort of like what Alex Murray said, where he goes, uh, you know, he's in New York right now. Yeah, and uh, he goes, you know, I put on these thermal underwear because it's really cold outside. But then, uh, because it's the twenty first century, everywhere has heat. So then I go inside <laughs> and I sweat my balls off because well, I'm he's probably layering too much. Two layers of clothes. You hear my friend Chris Holmes. Uh, Design these clothes. Uh, have you heard about it? It's like um, when it's it's like this weird fabric that when you take a picture, a flash picture of it, it reflects so much. The paparazzi hoodie. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. My friend Chris is the one that designed oh, that's that. Amazing. Developed that. It's like these like this weird stitching. So when you do it, it just you just see this white like it blows fabric, out the picture. Everything else is black. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's really really cool, man. I gotta remember. It's like that's it's genius. like the anti paparazzi. Yeah, the paparazzi like this, hoodie. He has like a scarf, and yeah. a jacket, and there's a hoodie one. Stopperazzi? Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, let's I'll get back to the drawing board on that. I don't yeah, know if he's going to be into right it. Now and see what he says for this great idea. Yeah, but it, no one could deny. It's really neat. It's really, really cool. It's like it's just basically to like discourage people. It's like, well, you're not going to get a good picture anyway. Yeah, that's that's pretty genius. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a crazy guy. He's the guy. He's the, the DJ guy that opens up for Paul McCartney. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, just like one Paul of these all-around brilliant guys. Yeah, yeah, just one of these guys that always like... Yeah, he made one of those dream machine things once. Yeah. Uh, like, it's like you get a turntable and then you cut, like, certain patterns into this, like, 
um, you know, uh, you know, cardboard kind of thing, and you put it on top of the turntable, and then you put a light in the middle of it, oh, so it like, flashes see. a certain kind of pattern, yeah. and it's supposed to put you kind of into a dream state. Like he just, like he just, like, he was like, oh yeah, I'll just, I'll so he's a figure that out. Tinkering genius. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes, exactly. That's fair. Yeah. Um, well, I guess as we uh, as we wrap it up, uh, I just want to say it's something when you lose when 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 someone passes away and it's very close to home. I think it's important to tell you guys that I love you very dearly and I'm glad you're both okay. I feel the same way. And I'm glad that you're I'm glad that you're both uh, making healthy choices. Seeing this fucking guy Matt Myra posting a badass picture on the treadmill when he was in New York. Oh. Matt Matt went to New York fucking worked out every almost day. every day. I didn't have any pizza. Was, didn't eat pizza. I've never gone went to New York to, and I mean, not like, had pizza. Seriously, great. I'm proud of you guys. That I really am. Cool. Well, well, my diet is the shit. It's well. the fucking worst thing. I'm eating like shit right now because I'm. Oh, eating... I thought you were like it's the no, shit. It's not, like it's I got this shit. great diet. No, it's uh, fucking. It's the worst. I'm uh, I'm like in an edit bay and just like uh, yeah. antsy and I'm just like well, there's fucking snacks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the craft service is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, but uh, that's all right. You know what? I'm gonna for the record. That's not the worst thing that's ever happened. Perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Because that sounds pretty bad, bro. 100% sure. Okay, good. Well, uh, on this, uh, I think, uh, this is an extra special, uh, really take to heart, enjoy your burrito. Enjoy your burrito. Or you can everybody. enjoy your present. All right. The end. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. I have missed these Friday night dinners. Mm. Hey, welcome to Harvey Graw! At these family dinners, Delicious, everyone. dysfunction is served. I can't have you all messing things up for my entire adult life. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we embarrass you? Jump, jump, jump. It's already better than I dared to dream. They're extra. Let the wild rumpus start! Woo, 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 woo. And they're embarrassing. We know how hard it is to move on from the first girl that you ever slept with. Not the first girl who I ever slept yeah, with. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right. You're a regular lady killer. I thought you said it was going to be boring here tonight. No! I really hope it would be. But they couldn't love each other more. It's mom and dad being totally normal. Wow. So, dinner next Friday, everyone? Wouldn't miss for the world. Dinner with the Parents, Season 1. Stream free only on Freebie.